Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some reasons why a green pool cleanup may fail. And I'm going to go over some things that you can do to prevent it so that you can make sure that your green pool cleanup is going to be successful the first time you do it. And these are the things that, of course, you should avoid doing. And these are the things that cause failure. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think one of the biggest failure points is in the actual assessment of the green pool. So there are many things you're looking for when you arrive on the property. The first thing you're looking at is the actual state of the house itself, the yard, the state of the vehicles. All these things are things that are clues. If you were reading a Sherlock Holmes novel, mainly the first thing he does is observe everything when he gets to the crime scene. And he sees little things that, of course, the police don't notice because he's Sherlock Holmes. So you're like Sherlock Holmes there. You're getting there and you're like, okay, now why is this pool green? Is it because the client doesn't have any money to maintain it. And of course, this is not to be judging someone on the state of their property. But if you notice that like the tiles on the roof are are gone and the yard is like two feet high with weeds and you have a hard time getting back there because there's so much junk on the side of the house, that may be a sign that the green pool is green because of the personality of the customer, so to speak, that they don't maintain things. And in this case, you are up against something besides the pool itself, you're up against the whole customer's mindset, personality, the way they maintain things. So this is something to be aware of. So you're assessing everything when you get there. And again, a lot of the failures are failures to see things like, for instance, the equipment is 20 years old, hasn't been maintained properly. These are all failures on your part at the beginning. So keep in mind that when you're assessing a green pool cleanup, you're looking at more than just the pool itself. You're looking at the overall property, the reason why it's green, and of course, the equipment. And you want to ask the customer, oh, so what happened here? Why is the pool green? And get the explanation directly from them. Whether it's the whole truth or just partial truth, you'll get an idea of why the pool turned green. If they say, oh, the motor stopped working, then you know right away that you're going to have to put in a new motor in order to get everything running. Now, I've done the green pool cleanup, ironically, on a real estate home. This was back in 2009 when they were having all the foreclosures there was no power the bank couldn't get into that property to get it transferred over i don't know exactly what the problem was but for some reason they just couldn't get the power on there was also no water at the property so the pool was down like a foot already and they just said oh is there any way you can clean this pool up so i did my best i mean i shocked it i brushed it it was like a milky white gooey mess at that point But at least it wasn't green, and I just kept adding tons of chemicals to it that they paid for until they got everything operational, and then I was able to do a real green pool cleanup. 
So that's just to say that if you don't have the equipment working, then you really can't do a proper green pool cleanup, and it's going to be a failure at that point also. So assess that and make sure that that is operational or able to be fixed. And I think another issue that you run into is not putting enough chemicals in the pool during the green pool cleanup process. So I redid my formula recently, and this formula makes it much more bulletproof. I'm going for basically shock and awe, like to an extent that's almost nuclear. And I want you to use this formula when you do a green pool cleanup because it's pretty much bulletproof. No one's going to be swimming in it anyway, and it's not anything that's going to do any damage to the surface of the pool. But I recommend using one gallon of 12.5 liquid chlorine or one pound of shock equivalent per 1,000 gallons of water. So if you're trying to clean up a green pool and it's 15,000 gallons of water, you're going to be putting 15 gallons of liquid chlorine into that pool to turn this pool around. Now I do this because it's excessive for sure, but this way, no matter if the green pool is a three or four or five on the scale, and there's a scale of different green pools I should go over. There's number one, where you can kind of see the first step in the pool, and it's kind of a lime green. It's not too bad. There's maybe mustard algae in certain spots. The water's cloudy, of course, but you can still see the bottom in a lot of cases. That's a one. That's not a bad green pool cleanup. And you may want to reduce the formula. Then you have a two and three, which is you can't see the bottom. The pool is pretty green. There's nothing growing in it yet. There's no mosquitoes or frogs growing in it. So that one can be turned around chemically pretty easily. And then you go into the realm of four and five. And this is where you have mosquito larvae. It looks like a swamp. There's all kinds of debris and leaves in there. There's frogs swimming in the pool. This is a four and five level. And this is where this formula really pays off because at that level, you can really shock the pool really well to turn the pool around using a certain amount of chemicals, which I mentioned. And I think the more you use, the better in that case, just so you're not putting too little chemicals in there. If you're going the chemical route of turning the pool around, if you're going the flock method, which is putting aluminum and sulfate in the pool, and you would just follow the directions for your the pool size of how much flock to add. Now, one of the main failure points of turning a green pool around using the flock method is that if you're adding 8 to 10 pounds of flock to the pool, and then you drop all the algae down to the bottom, you have to vacuum all the dead algae out, plus 8 to 10 pounds of flock also has to be vacuumed out. So if you're using the filter system, a cartridge filter, a D filter, you have that built-in failure that the filter can't take all that in. You can't vacuum up, you know, 14 pounds of flock and dead algae into the filter. just can't take that. So you have to make sure that if you were going to use the flock method, you have a filter with the multi-port valves. You can vacuum the waste. Or you may have a portable pump that you can pump everything out. Or you could have the new Vac Daddy with the Vac the Waste on it, which I would highly recommend if you're doing a lot of these cleanups to get that particular product. Because then you can use the Vac Daddy in its normal configuration to vacuum out normal pools. And then you have the vacuum the waste attachment for the green pools to vacuum those out. If you wanted to get the Advantage Portavac, it's a great tool also to have on your truck. You can use that to vacuum out the pool. And then in situations where you just want to manually vacuum a pool and return the water to it, you can do that because it has a filter built in. So there's all kinds of tools out there that can make the flock method successful. But the failure with the flock method is when you add 10 pounds of flock and there's no way to get that out of the pool. You have that built-in failure because now you have all this junk on the bottom and no way to get it off the pool 
Yes, the water may be clear, but then how are you going to get all the stuff out of there unless you have the right equipment with the, again, the filter with the multi-port valve with vacuum the waste or a portable pump filtration type device. Now with the chemical method, you can, of course, use a Polar X or use an Algicide to speed things up. It's not necessary, but you can use it because this is going to enhance the effect of the cleanup with the chemicals. I would recommend using a Polar X for sure if you're going to do the any kind of Algicide with it. And you can also do a sodium bromide type product, which is pretty effective when you're cleaning up a green pool. You can even use a bottle of phosphate remover. Just know that that's going to clog up the filter pretty quickly. And this leads to the second part of this, which is the filter is a big failure point because a lot of times you may not notice that the filter has broken grids or if the cartridges are old, unless you take it apart. So the first step that I always recommend when you do a green pool cleanup, and maybe you don't follow this method, but you need to follow this method for this reason because the filtration is a big aspect of it. And if you're trying to do a green pool cleanup and the filter has three or four broken grids, or if the cartridges inside there are six years old and they've never been changed before, you're really not going to turn the pool around very rapidly or at all with the poor filtration. So one of the things you need to do is take the filter apart and clean it, inspect the grids and inspect the cartridges. And this may sound counterintuitive to replace the cartridges with the pool looks like a swamp, but in all reality, by starting with four new cartridges or one single cartridge, if you have a single cartridge filter, that filter is not going to wear out with the green pool cleanup, and it's going to make the job a lot easier. And you'll be really amazed that just by replacing the four cartridges and starting the green pool cleanup, how it really accelerates the process. And you, of course, would take that filter apart, usually the next day, and hose it off. The question I get all the time is, well, if I'm using the Polar X in there, it says not to clean the filter for two or three weeks, and then you're telling me that after 24 hours, take the filter apart and clean it, isn't that going to get rid of all the minerals? Well, in the case that the method I use is that you're running the pool for 24 hours, so when you put the Polar X in there in the pump basket and you run the pool for 24 hours, that will distribute the minerals good enough in most cases to get it in there to help kill the algae. And then if you need to add a booster, Later, they sell a little tiny container, looks like a makeup container. Open it up and there's like this green, green stuff, the blue stuff in there. And that's the Polar X um, element. You would just add that booster in there and that will recharge the Polar X unit. I kind of botched that whole thing. Hopefully they're not listening. But yeah, you would get the booster, put it in there, and that would recharge the Polar X. You can hose off the filter the next day after 24 hours. Again, let it go for 24 hours. So if you're there at 9 a.m. and you put the Polar X in there, let the pool run for 24 hours with all the chemicals in there I mentioned. One gallon of liquid chlorine per 1,000 gallons of water. And then hose off that filter at 9 or 10 a.m. the next day. You should be perfectly fine at that point using the Pool RX to accelerate this green pool cleanup. I often get this also as like, hey, I mean, the pool's green. Why don't you just drain it? And again, I mentioned I did a podcast on draining a green pool and some of the ins and outs of that and some of the regulations in your city. And the fact that you can be fined $10,000 in some cases. So I always like to turn the pool around first. And then if I'm going to drain it, I'll drain it appropriately into an area where the city can't see you draining it. Definitely not into the street. But the blue water is a lot better than green water. And if you drain a green pool in some areas, they're going to find you. And you always wonder, well, how are they going to find out that I'm draining a green pool? Well, you have neighbors around and neighbors are 
a good source for the city to report things and they'll call things in. I even got called one time. I was cleaning, I was backwashing a D filter. In fact, it was on a uh, house up a hill and I backwashed it. Some of the D must have gotten into the street and it didn't get drained properly. And I'm leaving the property and I see the city pulling up and I knew exactly what happened. Someone had called the city about water being in the gutter and this powder in the gutter and they didn't know it was me. I just left and it's not a big deal. But within 20 minutes, the neighbor called the city and the city was there. So the green pool, this is not just DE in the gutter. They're going to really come after you for the green pool going down the street. So I have a whole episode on that and how to properly take care of that. But essentially turn it around first and drain some of the water down if there's high cyanuric acid. You're going to use the flock method. Rudy Stankiewicz has a theory that's been kind of proven by a lot of people out there that adding the flock to the pool also drops down the cyanuric acid level. So that may be an aspect of the flock method, the aluminum sulfate method that you may want to look at if the pool has high cyanuric acid in there and you don't want to drain half the pool down. And the filter can be a secondary fail point when you do the green pool cleanup. You do the initial filter cleaning, you replace the cartridges or the grids, and then you don't do a follow-up cleaning. And this is something that a lot of people forget that is needed. And once you have that pool, even if you're not vacuuming anything into the filter, just the algae that's on the surface or going into the main drain is enough to coat the D grids with algae or coat the cartridges with algae. So you'll be really amazed that even if you're not even vacuuming the pool up, how much uh, algae is in the filter after 24 hours of circulating. Just a, a tremendous amount of algae in there. So you have to clean the filter. Usually after 24 hours, you want to clean the filter a second time. And then sometimes a third or fourth filter cleaning is due. And you'll know this by the pool not really clearing up. It may be like a milky blue color and you may not be able to see the bottom too clearly. That to me indicates that the filter really needs another cleaning and you need to run it continuously until it clears up. And another fail point would be not running the pool long enough. I mentioned that when I do a green pool cleanup, I don't do the flock method in my area very often because the chemical treatment works really well. And it's something that I've been doing for years, so I haven't really switched over to the flock method. So with the chemical method, you want to run the pool 24 hours. Now, the flock method is the exact opposite. When you put the aluminum sulfate, I don't know why I'm having trouble pronouncing that. When you put the aluminum sulfate in the pool, you have to turn the pool off for 24 or 48 hours. So it's the exact opposite of the way I do it. But it's highly effective because why the pool is off, everything will settle down to the bottom, and then you're going to vacuum it out, like I mentioned with the filter in waste mode or with a portable pump. But in the chemical method, the method where you're putting a lot of chlorine in the pool, you want to run this pool for 24 hours straight and sometimes for the whole week, 24 hours straight, depending on how bad it is. But at least for the first day and the second day, you're running the pool 24-7, not turning off. Now, the fail point here is that you have to let the customer know that you're running the pool for 24 hours because I've had this happen to me where I forget to tell the customer the process. They come home at 8 o'clock at night. They see the pool running, and they're like, hey, why is the pool running? It normally turns off at 6, and they turn the pool off. And you get there the next day, and the pool looks just about as bad as it was the first day, and you're like, what happened? Where's the failure here? And you go over to the timer, and you realize that the customer had turned it off because you've taken the off tripper off the timer, so there's no way for it to go off unless someone were to turn it off. Or you have it in service mode, and you notice that it's back in auto mode. And that means that the customer was messing with it. So let the customer know that you're going to run the pump for 24 hours until it clears up. 
And you may get the customer saying, well, I don't want to run it that long because it's going to damage the motor. So spend a minute telling them that actually pool motors are designed like just like swamp cooler motors on the roof of a business or a residence to run 24 hours. They're not really designed to be turned off or they can be run 24-7. Commercial pools run their pool pumps all the time. So it doesn't really affect the life of the pump by running it 24 hours. So running it is just going to cost, of course, electricity, but it's not going to damage the motor in any way because they're designed to run 24 hours a day without being turned off. And so that is a failure point that often happens where the pool's not run long enough. And you definitely want to run it 24 hours for sure the first day, 24 hours the second day, more than likely. And then if you need to run it longer, you know, double the cycle. So if the pool runs for 10 hours a day, you want to run it for 20 hours a day until it clears up. Once it clears up, you can go back down to the normal cycle. But I rarely will adjust the pool down after the first two days to a normal cycle unless it's dramatically cleared up. So I'll run it a lot longer, maybe not 24 hours to make the customer a little happier, but run it for 18 hours or 20 hours a day is fine. And having it turn off a few hours in the middle of the night is perfectly fine. And if you're doing this with a VS pump, you want to boost up the run speed of that pump to usually the full speed the first day. So 3,400 RPMs would be fine to run it the first 48 hours. And then if you wanted to dial it down to 3,100 or something, you can dial down the VS pump. But you want to run it at a higher speed than it's normally set for. If it's set for 1,800 RPMs for 12 hours that day, you want to boost that thing up to 3,000 RPMs so that the pool gets good circulation. And of course, for the first few days, you want to have that pump churning out at the full RPMs so that the water is turned over really well in that pool. Those are some of the basic fail points of a green pool cleanup. You have the, of course, not using enough chemicals or flocking when you can't vacuum it out, or of course, not cleaning the filter enough, and then the runtime. If you can avoid making those mistakes and having those fail points, you're gonna have a really successful green pool cleanup. And I've done this many a times where you do have a fail point, but you can recover that. You know, you can add more chemicals the next day, clean the filter, replace the grids and cartridges, it run the pool for another 24 hours and recover that. So having a fail point that I mentioned doesn't mean that it's not going to recover. You just have to kind of reset everything and start over again the whole process and do it right the second time. So it's not a total disaster, but you want to do it right, of course, the first time. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the website, on the banner, click on the podcast icon. And I have several podcasts on green pool cleanups that you can refer to there. And if you want to enhance your pool service business, you're welcome to join my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at get skimmer backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app